Hello, my name is Eva and I am an educational consultant. In a previous episode titled Handling Opposition to Learning, I discussed how ad- educators can navigate the complexity of opposition to learning. This time, I want to explore scenarios that play out in the very opposite end of the large spectrum of challenges that educators encounter. Today, I am going to direct the spotlight onto the extremely talkative course attendant. Now, in my field of work, which is delivering educational programs for health professionals, participants are called students, course attendants, learners, etc., etc. For the sake of simplicity, I shall refer to all of them as attendants. You may insert the right definition from your own context as you hear this. The one common denominator should be that they are adults and already possess skills in their own chosen field of work. Now, before I continue, I just want to say that it is a, it is an extremely beautiful summer's day here where I live. So I am actually recording this outside, contrary to anything that you have ever learned about podcasting. But that means that you might hear birds chirping in the background. I hope that is not too distracting. But back to the subject of today, the extremely talkative attendant. When I say this, I am not referring to the active, keenly listening attendant who openly reflects, questions and engages with the educator and fellow attendants in a meaningful way. This podcast is about that small group of attendants who talk far more than they listen and in so doing disrupt the flow of learning. So the scenario is you are an educator and you are in the midst of delivering and facilitating a course. On this course, there is a quantity of theoretical knowledge you have to get through. It might be complex building on prior lessons and essential learning. The attendants are attentive and engaging with your comments and with questions. Your schedule seems to be precise and all of it is going rather well. That is until you reach a minor point of the subject. Suddenly the talker reveals themselves. They have a lot to say and delight in saying it at great length. In fact, they are slowly invading this learning environment to such an extent that your space is being minimized and the other attendants start to show signs of boredom, irritation and confusion as the talker's monologues derail the course. There is a lot of talking and the leadership in the lecture room seems to be taken from you. So what to do? Well, my first inner hope is usually, oh, please let that person suddenly be called off to work so that they leave this space. But as that has yet to happen on any of my many courses, other methods for dealing with this situation must be put into action. I usually try to find out what exactly it is I am seeing in this scenario. 
And it has been my experience that there are four distinct types of disruptive talkers in a lecture room that fit this scenario and uh, the scene that I have explained. These four types are the joyful front bencher, the indifferent backbencher, the examiner, and the copy and repeat. I am aware that there are many other kinds of talkers, and this is just how I have defined them. But I am pinpointing these four because they seem to be particularly disruptive when it comes to the flow of learning. But what behavior actually lurks behind these definitions? Well, let's start with the joyful front bencher. This person is, as the definition implies, a rather positive, committed and engaged, engaging person in the course. They often sit at the very front and may have a special interest in the course, or perhaps a high respect for you as an educator. They are usually the first to raise their hand, but sometimes forget to do so and simply interrupt with a comment of some length, a comment that elaborates on things said, or a lengthy acknowledgement of what you just explained. If you were to return to the office and meet your colleagues and complain about this, it might earn you a comment on whinging about a state of affairs that is really rather delightful. I mean, who of us would not wish for an... an attentive and engaged audience. However, it can be disruptive when the joyful front bencher's comments come into the world as interruptions, cutting off other attendants' speech, and the joyful front bencher can easily monopolize the educator's attention, especially if the educator gets carried away with that rather interesting conversation there is to be had with the joyful front bencher. The joyful front bencher may have plenty of interaction with others in the lecture room, but there can be a question of boundaries crossed or not even noticed. Now the indifferent backbencher lacks the positive persona of the joyful front bencher. The indifferent backbencher, as the name suggests, is often to be found sitting at the very back of the lecture room and remains there despite kind suggestions to move further up towards the front where everyone else is sitting. This person can be difficult to gauge and as an educator you might spend far too much time speculating as to whether that person even wants to be there. They seem either bored, indifferent or at times a little vexed, but they do use up a good deal of your time on monologues in which they either subtly question everything you have said, or more likely go off on a tangent about things that have little or no bearing on the subject of the day. The indifferent backbencher has some interaction with the others, but it seems that knowledge sharing does not come easily. However, it is important to remember that the indifferent backbencher is not actively hostile, not like the examiner. 
and I think the hint is in the name. The examiner, as a disruptive talker, pays studious attention to the educator, at least to the parts that interest the examiner. And when that person perceives even the slightest doubt, they hop into that gap and widen it. This type of disruptive talker, the examiner, does not raise a hand. They raise the entire arm, the entire torso demonstrably. And when it is their time to talk, they may have a litany of questions pertaining to sources, empirical evidence and relevance. But however well you answer as an educator, there is always just one more thing. You may feel as an educator that you have entered the examination room with an examiner posing leading questions that are nigh impossible to properly discern. This kind of disruptive talker keeps their attention fully on the educator, despite other attendants trying to weigh in. And there may be only a little interaction with the other attendants, but it is always on the premise, on the own premise of uh, the examiner, for they have an agenda of their own. The interaction with the disruptive talker that I call the copy and repeat may be as challenging as the examiner, but for very different reasons. I personally struggle with course attendants who are attentive enough, but who, as soon as I pause to catch my breath, raise their hand and then proceed to more or less repeat exactly what I just said but in a manner as if they were the first to reveal these hidden gems. I used to think that these type of talkers had not been paying attention and were suddenly awakened, but now I lean towards the assumption that the copy and repeat talker simply cannot hear that they are in fact repeating words just brought into the world by someone else. This is a difficult situation, for the copy and repeat talker is clearly collecting, collating and generating their own understanding as they speak. And as an educator and facilitator, that is what you want. However, it has been my experience that the copy and repeat talker also generates a great deal of irritation in the lecture room as the other attendants sit impatiently and wait for the talker to quit talking so that we can all move on to new stuff instead of mashing around in old stuff that has already been understood and digested. The copy and repeat talker may interact with others, but such engagement is usually characterized by a certain reserve from the other attendants especially those of them who are quick to grab on to complex solutions and complex theory and who, quite frankly, get very annoyed by someone repeating their own words when they have to do group work. 
So that was a presentation of four distinct types of talkers in the lecture room that in my experience are especially disruptive to the flow of learning and challenge the educator's handling of the learning environment. These four types were the joyful front bencher, the indifferent back bencher, the examiner and the copy and repeat. So that was the who and what of it all. In the next episode, which lands tomorrow, I shall continue to talk about the how. That is, how can we use what we know now in order to determine a course of action that will ultimately underpin the learning environment so that transferable knowledge can be derived from knowledge shared and generated in the lecture room. For that is always the goal. The goal is not to win the battle against that talker, but the goal is how can you secure the learning environment, regain control of the flow of learning and ultimately um, underpin transferable knowledge. For me, and I as I said, um, deliver educational programs to health professionals, I always think, well, ultimately, the people here are going to come in contact with a nervous next of kin, with a traumatized patient. How can what they learn in this context be used in conversation, in, in engagement, in contact with the next next of kin with the next patient they meet. That is why it is important to determine a course of action um, when dealing with somebody who is a disruptive talker so that we can keep the knowledge flowing. I really look forward to returning and talking about four measures that can be put into action when the learning environment includes a disruptive talker. So today I talked about the what, tomorrow I'll talk about, well, what to do. If you have enjoyed this, then please leave a like on the page. Until next time, I have been Eva and thanks so much for listening.